Welcome to KC Corner, episode 98. Who was the player you just said? Sergachev. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our great Russian uh, defensemen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yahoo. Championship. He's a winner. He's <laughs> he a, winner. a winner. Good looking guy, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. He usually has the, the nice long hair flowing. You know, the interesting thing about Sergachev. Hey, welcome to KC Corner, everybody. Yes. Um, the interesting thing about Sergachev is that his English is by far better than the other guys on the team. You know, Kucherov doesn't say a whole lot, and Vasilevsky... You know, you can really tell, okay, these guys are Russian. And not that you can't tell that with Sergachev, but it's very interesting to me. Is His English is really good. It's almost like, how much time did he spend in Canada or the U.S.? <laughs> you know, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's obviously... Those guys affected. leaving their families and coming over to the States just can to you play imagine? hockey? Pretty crazy. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. Uh, there was an interview yesterday uh, about one of the players, Andre Schuster, who's been going back and forth to our, our, our squad in Syracuse, you know, the, the league right below the NHL. And he played in China. He played in the KHL in China in the last couple of years. And you just think, <laughs> what is it like playing hockey in China? Yeah, you know? I didn't even know they had a league. Yeah, I didn't either. It's just, I, mean, I think maybe it's a KH town. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I can't imagine. And while we're on the sports talk, we have to talk about oh, it. Oh, <laughs> The just devastating loss for the Buffalo Bills Sunday night. It was so Luckily, awesome. the game was Sunday night, not Saturday night, because oh, yeah. I think you would have just canceled church. <laughs> yeah. the, and it was a big Sunday to cancel. The, the boys the boys were distraught on Sunday night. And we, was, we were. and it, The boys being, you know, Brooks comes over, and, uh, we, of course, we have Kellen, who's a big Bills fan, and my boys, JP and Caleb and myself. And I think when the, when the final gun went off and we lost, I don't think anybody said anything or moved for, like, 10 minutes. I think know. there may have been a tear shed. I know. It was like, like, oh my gosh. What a game. I mean, that was really an amazing game. I mean, can you say that with a game you lose? I mean, you score to go up by more than, a, uh, you know, to by, by a, a field goal with 13 seconds to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we were, the boys were bundled up at watching it outside. You know, it was a big game. We had to be outside for it. We had and, to be uh, outside. Even though it was cold, so. Uh, yeah, it was great. But, you know, hey, it was it was entertaining. I could, I'm trying to find the silver lining. It stunk, Brooks. <laughs> it, was, it was painful. Sports are dumb. They we can are. move on. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> Why do we even care? Exactly. <laughs> so this past Sunday, we were talking about shepherding the flock, and we got our elders and deacons and deaconesses and KC Women's Council all installed. Wasn't that amazing? It was. It, it was, was just, it really was. The amazing part was that my grandpa could get up after taking a knee. I know, isn't that great? <laughs> I mean, wow, he is, he's 80, right? And 80, so, the big 8-0. Man, your grandpa, he's the man. So what, what a day, what a celebration, how amazing it was. And, you know, Brooks, one of the things that kind of overwhelmed me is I put on the calendar quite a long time ago, the third week of January, being the week that we, Lord willing, would have officers. Then you back that up and say, okay, how do I train them? And how do we nominate them? Mm-hmm. And, you know, how do, we, how do we get them, vet them? How do we get them in? And uh, we put together uh, a plan. And, you know, Sunday was the culmination of that. And all by God's grace, all for God's glory, it's, you know... I think of Psalm 127, unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers build in vain. And, you know, it's just so true. And I'm so grateful to to the, our great God for what he's done. So anyway, you know, specifically what I meant to say is clearly we aligned. God gave us shepherds to shepherd the flock uh, during the Sunday where we're installing our officers. So mm-hmm. really the, the point was, okay, what is God's word? say to us as far as what should these men and women, our deaconess, do and what do we need to do to respond to them. But specifically, it was, it was mostly focused on the elders. 
And one of the things I did mention on Sunday, which I just love, is these words came from Peter. And Peter was commissioned himself by Jesus. He was first called by Jesus, and he left the greatest catch he ever had to go follow Jesus. And then when he messed it all up, Jesus came back and called him again and said, hey, I want you to tend my sheep. I, I want my tend my lambs, feed my sheep. You know, I want you to take care of the flock. And But the question that all, that all orbited around is, do you love me? And so the component um, that the leaders need to have or the, the attribute or the, the, the motivation always has to be love. And it's got to be the love that we have for Christ and the love he has for us. And so, you know, it says in the passages we looked at that the elders will have to give an account. That's a that's a tall order. I mean, how do we how did we shepherd Christ's church? And it also says that you know that there's a uh, walking and living in a in a humble submissiveness to those elders. That's that's not easy either. So because you know we are knuckleheads. But really, what I meant to say is here's what God's word says. Now that we got these new toys, now that we have these new <laughs> officers, now that we have this new chapter, you know. One of the things we can never lose is God's word. Mm-hmm. Kind of going off of that, um, doing what they love. They want to do this eagerly, accountably. Like they, they don't want to just be dragged into this like a job or something. Like okay, I guess I'll be an elder. Like they seek it out and want to be a part of the church. Well, even with a great, great call, you know, even with how it's described in First Timothy three, that if anyone desires to be an overseer, it's a noble calling. Mm-hmm. It's noble. Because you're certainly not doing it for financial gain. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, again, there's there's none. Um, <laughs> and there's a headache with it at times. You know, you see the behind the curtain of the church. It's often an ugly view. And, and uh, you know, shepherding the flock, it's it can be taxing and exhausting. And mm-hmm. so, um, and to do it eagerly, joyfully, you know, expectantly, yeah, yahoo. Uh, but we have some great ones. We mm-hmm. really do. I, I love the four elders that God's given us. Uh, the seven deacon and deaconess that we have are, are amazing. And our KCWC, our King's Chapel Women's Council, wow, what, what what an incredible leadership core we have. Yep, you learn quickly being a part of the elders and being a part of the church that's filled with broken people still. Oh. Um, and it, like you said, there's no financial gain with it, and they're mm-hmm. joyful to do it still. Well, broken from the top down, you know, and I think, uh, you know, that's got to be an important uh, part of our story is that we're redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You know, so it's it's exciting. Remind me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, about to share a story. I want to share a story at the end about our new members class coming through our KC Family Connection. So remind me, we'll, we'll, we'll get do. To that in a minute. We'll do. I'll write that down. Okay, thank you. Uh, before, before then, going into next week, are we finishing up this? We're finishing up this series? week. Okay. So you know, you, you wanted to take this. I, I was looking at the month of January and said, okay, we're going to talk about the church and. What are the things, Lord, that I really need to emphasize? And it's definitely more topical, Brooke. So it's not like, hey, I'm preaching through this book or this these passages. And so it just naturally flows. I'll take whatever topic it gets there. When it's topical, it's a little bit more challenging. You got to really make sure that you're on your knees listening to the Holy Spirit, that you're not just cherry picking some verses that you really want to preach on. It's like, okay, Lord, what do you want to say? Mm-hmm. And so... You know, we started with 1 Corinthians 12, and we looked at the fact that we are the glorious body of Christ. And But every every member is just so important. You know, those that seem weaker are, are indispensable. So all hands on deck. And then we looked to Ephesians 4, and that was like, hey, we are one body, but we are many. In the midst of one, uh, God has, Christ has given us gifts, and he's given us gifts of leaders. And, 
Uh, isn't that amazing? What are these leaders for? Well, these leaders are to equip the church, the saints, for the work of ministry. So leaders are there. So that's the first couple of weeks. And then this last week is, hey, we have elders and they're shepherding the flock. And what does that look like? So where we're going to end is where we could have started and where we will always start and end. It's with Jesus. And we're going to list this upcoming week, looked at Christ as the head of the church. And so we've been talking about the body of the church in this upcoming week. Let's look to Christ, to Jesus, who's the head of the church. And what does it that he does? And you know, what is what is his role, which is kind of funny. I mean, what doesn't he do? Right? <laughs> you know, and so, uh, um, but we're going to look at a couple of key things like, you know, what does it, it mean for him to be the head of the church? What does it mean for him to be the cornerstone of the church? What does it mean to be for him to be the ultimate builder of the church? And, you know, it's it's interesting because one little, let me draw the curtain back a little bit and say, you know, one of the things that Jesus says in an incredible key passage in the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew 16, when the question was being answered, who do people say I am? And when it came, when Peter answered, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, you know, Jesus responds so joyfully to that. But in the midst of his response to Peter, he, he says, hey, I'm going to build my church on this and and the gates of hell will not prevail. And so we see that Jesus is the builder of the church, you know? So mm -hmm. what does that look like for us at King's Chapel? Because, you know, quite frankly, uh, I want to grow. And quite frankly, I want to grow spiritually. I want to grow uh, numerically. I want to grow relationally. I mean, just you name it, healthy things grow. And mm -hmm. so, but when you realize, you know, golly, uh, Christ is the one who builds the church. What does that look like? Mm -hmm. so. We focused on ourselves for the last three weeks, building the church and now wrap it up with what it's all about. Exactly. And hopefully it wasn't all ourselves because even in that, you know, Christ was the one who gave us the gifts. I mm -hmm. mean, he's always there, but you're mm -hmm. right. So now it does, it lets, it's ending with a crescendo. Yes, know? exactly. So, exactly. So, so, which is like, it was like that one last song, uh, on Sunday, that, mm -hmm. that Wayne Sanford was going off. On oh, yeah, drums, he was man. going off, I mean, wasn't he? That, was, uh, that, was, that was awesome. Shout out to him. It that was, was great. That was great. They were getting really after was, it. They were getting after it. It was good. Good worship. Would you like to do your story now? Hey, it's a good time. Uh, so we had our Casey Family Connection, which is, you know, you know I love to create these words and all mm -hmm. these things. And they start with Casey. Uh, yeah, Casey exactly. Corner, Casey, Casey Luncheon. Casey, you know, it's all King's Chapel, this, that, and the other thing. So, um but we had uh, we had 16 people signed up to come. And I mean, I was like so excited. And then through sickness and just through life, uh, it came down to nine, you know. <laughs> so we had seven who on the last minute couldn't come. And mm -hmm. so both of the nine we had, we had a great time. And we're going to have another uh, KC Family Connection coming up in February. But there was a, one of the ones that were there. We, we had somebody in their young 20s. We had somebody in their mid-70s. And so we had an incredible <laughs> range of people. And the one who was 75 says, you know, I, I've been part of the church. I was baptized as a child. I went to 12 years of, of a Christian Catholic schooling. Um, and I've been a part of religion, but I finally have a church when I'm 75 that <laughs> I feel like is my church, you know, and uh, that I'm such a part of. And uh, it, was, it was just so cool to read of this person's... Uh, uh, just journey to Jesus, and it was filled with religion, but it's it's turned into relationship, and it's turned into uh, a relationship with with Jesus that's more full than it's ever been, and with and with his people, you know, and, mm -hmm. and uh, so 
it's really cool when you when you see people come to the church who've never been a part of the church. That's one of my favorites. Like, wow, I, I'm understanding this Jesus, you know, I'm embracing him as my Lord and Savior. I, I love that when you have people who kind of come out of that darkness into the light and you see it. It's like one of the coolest things ever. But when you also see people who come kind of emerge out of the world of religion, like I've been I've been in this institution, but now I'm in this relationship and that's that's so cool too. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to have uh, nine folks join this Sunday, Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that will push us uh, into triple digits uh, as official members. Nice. So, so uh, Yahoo, and uh, um, and then we'll have we'll have we have more to come. So good stuff. Mm-hmm. We have a very diverse church uh, with how big it is. You look out there, and there's gray hair, there's young people, there's families, there's little kids. It's pretty incredible. It really is incredible. And you know, one of the things I was thinking about, and if to honestly share on KC Corner and wasn't planning on this is, you know, I love the diversity of our church. I love where we are. Uh, gosh, it's a, it's an incredible place, but we really, we need to have some students. We got to have student ministry. And mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a hole right now that, you know, one, one of the people who've been joining us uh, has kids in the middle school, high school range. And you say, Hey, you know, Hey, I love this. I want to make sure there's a place for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, um, if you and I said, let's field a baseball team, well, well, do we have nine players yet? You know, so let's field the student ministry. I mean, almost, you need people to create one, but how do you, you got to create one to get them. And so it's kind of, uh, you know, how do we, and one of the big things we got to do in 2022 is figure out, you know, keep growing, launch our KC groups again. I mean, do all the things we got to do, but also, um, cause we do have young children, um, and we do have a great range, but it'd be great if we can start building a student ministry. Absolutely. That would be great. Yeah. Have some more kids running around. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Anything else? Uh, we Brooksy, wrap up? So, you know, this will be the last uh, uh, Sunday of the month. And, you know, although this isn't so much for everybody to participate in, it's just to celebrate with us. We're going to have our first elder meeting after church. You know, mm-hmm. we've had board meetings, but this will be the first elder meeting. And mm-hmm. so that's, that's really exciting. And, uh, before church, we're going to have our KCWC, our women, get together and have some prayer and uh, uh, coffee uh, beforehand. And then uh, Sunday evening at 5, we're going to get the deacons and deaconess together and kind of have a celebration too. So, you know, kind of uh, exciting Sunday. And then February 6th, uh, we'll have communion. We'll celebrate communion. And we're, we're still putting together our Super Bowl plans. We, we want to do something big for the Super Bowl on mm-hmm. the 13th. Uh, get some people together we're trying to figure out where is it going to be outside and get a big blow up uh screen and you know blow it out or or we're going to have it over somebody's house um you know so a lot of exciting things i I mentioned uh i think it's friday the 18th uh, i think is the date we're going to have our next kc family connection that we've scheduled and Mm -hmm. we even have a little elder retreat coming up in february so there's some there's some exciting stuff Mm -hmm. and uh uh, I just love it. So anyway, absolutely. I, Allow me it. to speak for the congregation too, and ask kind of a dumb question. Of yeah. What What is now the difference that being an elder led from the board led church, and what do, would the just congregation expect to see any changes? Okay. Well, that's a great question, Brooks. And I think you know, in a lot of ways, it won't feel a lot different because mm-hmm. the board, um, the board three three of the four board members became elders Mm -hmm. and uh one felt like uh it just wasn't time for him to 
to do that. And uh, and we added an elder. And mm-hmm. so the board will have the elders. The elder board will have a very similar feel that the our previous board had. But the biggest difference is we're going to divide up the congregation and, and really take serious what it means to shepherd the flock. And so every member will be assigned an elder. Mm-hmm. And so. And then we're going to take the elders and with more intentionality assign each elder to an area of ministry. Like I'll have an elder over worship with me and mm-hmm. I'll have an elder that will help me think through discipleship. And I'll have an elder who will think through our, our missions and our mercy ministry. And we'll have an elder over the finance. And not that we didn't have that, that kind of all got covered under the board, but um, it's, it's, it's probably more of a, uh, uh, a weighty shift as far as their roles. I personally feel as pastor, and I really appreciate you asking the question. I love being able to share this. I feel like with a board, a lot of it was resting on me. I mean, it was like, I'm the pastor, I have a board. But now I feel like I have fellow elders. Mm -hmm. And I feel like their shoulders have to be to the plow, and they have to help carry the burden. And not that the board didn't, they did. But now that you've taken your vows, and you said, hey, I'm going to do my best to shepherd this flock, and I'm going to, I'm going to stand beside there. Um, that, that's, a that's, that's a huge thing. And, you know, the highlight for me personally on Sunday, the absolute highlight amidst of highlight weekend, I mean, it was highlight after highlight after highlight were the words of my wife, Katie. And, and they, she said to me when it was all said and done and when the smoke cleared and the dust settled, she said, you know, when you were praying over the elders and they were taking their vows, I just kind of looked up and I thought, huh, I could really trust these men. And I could really I mean, look, look at this provision. And to me, to have uh, my wife who, you know, we, we've gone through some difficulty and to have us come out and to have the one who's so been 30 years of ministry this year, Brooks, 30 mm-hmm. years to, to look up and say, wow, look what God has done. You know, I, I really trust these guys. And mm-hmm. again, they're knuckleheads. And uh, <laughs> we, we ultimately trust Jesus. And, uh, He's the only one that will always be faithful and true. But, you know, what God has given us is great. Absolutely. Did that answer it? That answered it perfectly. All right. Answered cool. it perfectly. Great, Anything great else question. before we go? I don't think so, Brooks. Uh, uh, bolts, not until Thursday. Kind of feels yeah. like it's been yeah. a long well, time. Get, get a little sports break. Yeah, yeah. You know, this, just like, get to hang out and take naps in this terrible, <laughs> rainy, cold weather. I know, but it's been beautiful. You, do you hate this weather? I mean, it's, it's good for naps and good yeah. for uh, watching good, Netflix and Good stuff. for a little change. So, <laughs> anyway. All right, everybody. Hey, blessings. Please come out Sunday. Uh, come join us if you're in town. And if you haven't joined the church yet, really consider, prayerfully consider, uh, come joining us for our KC Family Connection. Again, we already have like 10 folks signed up. So mm-hmm. it's uh, exciting that... You Growing know, here, fast. Here we go. Here we go. So uh, <laughs> it's exciting stuff. Blessings, Brooksy. See you guys.